All right, we are here on this Friday afternoon to discuss mythology. We're a, I guess, a hodgepodge of Latin students and mythology lovers here. Um, and the topic of today's conversation is what figure from Greco-Roman mythology do you think is the best, the coolest, the most noteworthy? We've got a couple of people here to offer their expert thoughts. Who do we have here sitting at the table? I'm Madden. Uh, I'm having deja vu because I, it feels like I've been in this place before. <laughs> I am Nell. I'm also having deja vu and I just noticed there's a random pot of cans It's fantastic. There's a poster on the wall that says Pot of Casting. It's a wondrous rare item for weird D&D &D things. Yes. It's like a D&D spoof kind of item. It's, it's a fun poster. I'm Haley. I've never done this before, so yay. I'm Maya. She's and the creator of this whole yeah. idea. Now yeah. she's embarrassed about it. <laughs> I'm Magister McIlan, by the way. Uh, Mr. Dixon. So do we have anyone that wants to step up right away and give us the definitive coolest figure from Greco-Roman myth. Hermes. Yes! Absolutely <laughs> not. What? No. what? Hermes, though. No. No. Yes. If we're going to go, if I'm going to be honest here, Persephone. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Persephone's fifth. I raise you the queen good. of the dead, goddess of harvest, and boom, you know what else? Her name literally translates to bringer of death. It used to be core, though. Okay, that's yeah. pretty metal. That's pretty metal. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I have um, a whole new image of her now as this, like, rock metal. Also, like. her husband's dog's name literally means spot. I know. Right? It's amazing. It's a three-headed massive dog, and it's just spot. <laughs> um... The reason why I like Hermes is because he's he just seems underrated. He doesn't show up too much in pop culture because mm, he just sort of shows up as the FTD guy who florist. sends messages. I mean, that's what he did in mythology, but I, I feel like there's <laughs> yeah, potential for him. He's also associated with death, which is really interesting. Oh, yeah, because he sends the souls to the underworld. Yeah, he's kind of just like, hey, yo, I'm going to be your friendly, wonderful little tour guide here. This is the River Styx. This is, um, Sharon, or whatever the frick his name is. Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> C, C, it's a, it's C-H, right? C-H-A-R-O-N. It is sometimes spelled with a K, so yeah, I Sharon. think. In, uh, <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. C-H in Greek is usually a K. I am serious. So it's a K or a K. Oh, yeah, wait, I, I, could, I, do, um, I also raised another death god. Well, I wouldn't call Morpheus necessarily a death god, mm. but... Morpheus is the god of... S no, Hypnos is the god of sleep. Never yeah. mind, I'm sleeping. Dreams. Okay, can we go back to Hermes, though? Yeah. <laughs> I like Hermes just... He's got the coolest birth story. I mean, he's True. born... Uh, his mom is, like, napping it off, like, totally understandable, right? And, and mm -hmm. so he decides he's going to crawl out of his crib. He encounters a turtle. He's like, hey, sorry, turtle, but I'm going to make you awesome. I have to kill you, though. So he kills him, <laughs> turns him into this amazing musical instrument, right? And then he, like, decides he's going to go steal a bunch of Apollo's cattle. And he does, like, all this, like, make him walk backwards and all this, like, crazy stuff, right? And so then Apollo shows up, and he's like, he knows it's Hermes. And Hermes is like, are you kidding me? You're this big god, and I'm this little tiny baby, like... And he totally like warps the argument around. And when, they, when Apollo brings him to Zeus, Zeus is like, what is going on here? And Apollo's like, this baby stole my cows. And Hermes is like, who, me? You know, I mean, it's just such like a brilliant, ridiculous story that that's why I say Hermes is my favorite. 
this ridiculous birth story that just is so much fun. Hermes is like the comic relief of the Greek gods. Yeah, so that's what I was about to say. That's why he's the coolest one. No, he's 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 comedic. He's funny, but that doesn't make him the coolest one. I'm sorry. I mean, also, his kids are pretty cool. I mean, have you read anything about some of his kids? No, I'm uh, primarily Norse mythology. Okay, well, one of his kids literally created a cure for death. And what? then I'm pretty sure was it Apollo that killed him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Payback. I have to say cows. about Ooh. Hermes, um, he's in three of my favorite scenes from mythology ever. One from the Iliad, one from the Odyssey, one from the Aeneid. In the Iliad, he brings um, Achilles in, no, I'm sorry, Priam into the camp of Achilles to bargain for Hector's body, one of the coolest scenes ever. We've got uh, him coming to Odysseus on the island of Calypso in the Odyssey, and we've got him coming to force Aeneas to leave um, Carthage, uh, all three great and dramatic scenes. Came to Circe's island. No. In uh, the Odyssey, in Odyssey Book 4, it's the first time we see Odysseus. He's with Calypso, and he comes and um, basically demands that Odysseus be released from Calypso. Odysseus does spend some time on Aiaia, which is uh, Circe's island. Yeah, because he shows up on Circe's island, too. uh, Hermes does? Yeah. I've forgotten that part, but you may well be right. Also just I literally saying, uh, just read you it. You just read it. You made it. me read it. I just made you read it. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, yes, listen to what I also, made you read. Also, I'd just like to add that the Aeneid is uh, some Roman guy's weird fan fiction about uh, what happened after the, uh, what was it? The Trojan War? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fan fiction. Like, what if we, like, it's like up? I wouldn't make my own, like, uh, Iliad. The world's <laughs> first fan Pretty much. Fiction. It's all yeah, kind of fan does. fiction. I mean. Well, actually, no, the Egyptians had some of the world's first. Fan fiction? fiction? Really? Yeah. I want to hear about this now. We're going to have to talk about, um, we're going to have to talk about Egyptian fan fiction at ancient, some point. Ancient fan fiction. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will bring in my book and we will talk about it. Oh, yes. You have okay. a book on Egyptian fan fiction? <laughs> Egyptian myth. <laughs> okay. But it's fan kind fiction. of, it's got like that underlying layer of, this is definitely a fanfic. <laughs> I think you should start writing some like Egyptian fanfic fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> fanfics of the fanfics. That's just the that's just um what's the what's the what's the series by uh Rick Riordan as well? That's like got the Oh the Percy Oh um the Kane Chronicles? Yes, the Kane Chronicles. That's the Kane Chronicles. Oh yeah it is. It is. <laughs> and then there's that really stinky guy. <laughs> he literally smells. Uh, no, oh, who's wait, your that, favorite? That's the wrong that's the wrong mythology. Anil, <laughs> who's your favorite again? Um, Persephone as well. Mm, tell us I, why. Okay, she's literally she, like when you first like when you first like it's like sort of like see her. She's sort of like she just looks like this little happy little flower girl that's like oh flowers pretty grow the things mm-hmm. woo and then 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 just death. <laughs> and then she slaughters an entire town. Exactly. Hey man, okay, okay it's but fair. Thing is, th- yeah, she had a good reason for that. Yeah, they did kill her nymphs. They killed Perfectly her nymphs. Perfectly reasonable murder. Mm-hmm. She told them, "Don't pick those flowers. You're killing the nymphs." And they just kept on picking the flowers. Yeah, she they was nice about it. Flowers. Yeah, I am a defender of the flowers. I, I am the defender of the flowers, and you will be burnt. I am. You will be turned into a tree and burned at the stake. 
Wow, channeling some uh, are Persephone. We, are we um, offering him to Artemis? Do you want to offer half of him to Persephone and the other half to Artemis? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, which way are we splitting him? I don't know. Vertically or horizontally? <laughs> what is happening to our podcast? I don't know. <laughs> Something's I think horizontally, you could get more pain out of me. Like, <laughs> well, like keep me along, oh, keep me alive longer. Or we could just well, I mean, ask the gods to keep you alive in halves. <laughs> Speaking of creative punishments, um, my figure that I wanted to bring to the table today, not one of the Olympians, Ooh. is Prometheus. Oh, um, yeah. I find Prometheus to be a fascinating and kind of tragic and, and like, just like very... I feel like, like Zeus was kind of sick with that one because it's like yeah. Yeah. So you're making always sick. Oh, Zeus absolutely. Has At any any pretty what do we mean by sick right now? Like, <laughs> oh wait, I'm gonna turn like into a buff guy with like all the warning signs. Yeah. <laughs> He's a walking red flag. Why did Hera marry him? Girl, you need better choices. Isn't she also like his sister? Yes, and she's a goddess of marriage, and yet she married the worst guy ever. Literally, you a would think she pile would... of abs and red flags. <laughs> <laughs> you would think she would know better. But anyway, Prometheus. Um, <laughs> so you know, I think we we as human beings owe a lot to Prometheus, right? He basically stuck up for us, so we still exist. He gave us fire. Um, he screwed the gods over on their sacrifices, so that we get to actually eat the meat and not like the organs. Um, <laughs> And I love that he went toe to toe with Zeus, and he kind of, you know, he knew about it, uh, but he kind of went for it anyway. So he's kind of our, you know, the salvation of humanity in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, okay, fine. He'll eat out my liver <laughs> I mean, every day. Do you remember that myth um, about soulmates? Except mm -hmm. we were like one being mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. I remember Prometheus was in it at some point, like not directly in it. But like he, he was involved with it in some way. Yeah, he argued with Zeus about splitting it, splitting mm. the what the heck were they called? I don't know. Splitting uh, the people. Splitting the two peoples. It's like the children of the moon and the children of the sun, and yeah. So the famous uh, telling of the story you're talking about comes from Plato's Symposium. It's the the speech of Aristophanes, um, where we get this fascinating origin of human beings. How we were like, you know, all mashed together, and basically there were people with like, f you know, four legs, and at some point they got split. You never um, heard that one? But anyway, it's really sort of a beautiful story. It's worth checking out. But I, I don't remember the Prometheus of it all in that story. But maybe yeah, he I'm argued experiencing, with Zeus about it. Okay. I'm experiencing like secondhand culture shock over here. <laughs> See, now you know how I feel during Fireside. <laughs> Was there a myth where, where uh, Prometheus uh, shapes men out of clay? Oh. I'm trying to remember if this was like, I, like there was, I want to say it was maybe Ovid, um, but I can't quite remember the details of it. I haven't read that one in like a million years, but I feel like there was some story somewhere where Prometheus like actually created and shaped. I think that that's right. The, the yeah. idea of human beings coming from clay or earth is, is something that cuts across a lot of mythologies. I know there's some element of the Prometheus story that involves that, but I can't quite remember if it's he that does it or if it's that those are the ingredients or exactly what it is but there's something yeah, yeah pretty much mm. yeah there's something in there 
Yeah. I mean, the, the interesting thing about these, these, all the ones that we've mentioned is that there's lots of like interesting questions like why did he choose to defy Zeus and Persephone? Like, I love that question of like, did she choose to eat those little uh, pomegranate seeds to stay in the underworld, you know, or, mm. you know, like, was it accidental? I, I personally, personally I think that she absolutely freaking chose to. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, she's, a, she's like, Come on, can you honestly also, look at someone who like, destroyed a town, also just like loves flowers, and can, do you really think you're going to be able to make her do anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> also, not to mention that their marriage is probably the most functional out of the Greek gods. Literally. I want to say, like, neither of them have, like, basically any affairs. Like, yeah. there was, like, maybe, like, one, I want to say. And their daughter is amazing. Exactly. She's a vibe. Goddess of ghosts. Yeah. Daughter? I thought Ghosts, Hades nightmares, was... torment. <laughs> is it a functional marriage or is it Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> oh, no. That's too much to get into, but also, technically, she did eat them, and she was aware that she was eating them, so there's an awareness there, and I think she chose, in part, to fall in love with him eventually. I think... I think you're on to something, and that, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the quote of the day. Syndrome. Is it a functional marriage, or is it just Stockholm Syndrome? I mean, that, I'm going to put that on, like, bumper stickers. <laughs> I mean, that question can be applied to a lot of different myths. True. Okay, yeah. One of my favorite, like, Greek, like, stories or whatever, it would probably have to be um, how Hephaestus was born. Mainly just because Hera was just, like... Throw my kid off the cliff. <laughs> exactly. Like, he was too ugly, but he's so great. I know, right? This is, what, this is why like, you don't marry your sister. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, but no, they no, had no, Aries. No. The thing is, no, 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 let me explain. So, um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Hephaestus was, like, Hera just being like, you know what? I don't need Zeus. I don't like Zeus. Oh. I'm going to have a child on my own. <laughs> and then Hephaestus happened. So Hephaestus wasn't a love and then child. Hephaestus was a hate child. And then Zeus was like, I'm going to marry him off to Aphrodite. And Aphrodite was like, no. Mm -hmm. No. I do love that myth where, like, where, where Hephaestus or Hephaestus. Yeah, however you want to pronounce it, I don't know. Um, you know, he, like, catches Aphrodite in Ares. Oh, yeah. Had, like, With the net. Nets down. And he's like, <laughs> and everybody looks. And everyone gets all, like, embarrassed <laughs> It does. You, you don't have any complicated um, oh, affairs. You don't no, have. No, 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 no. Okay, can we talk about that one guy that like was the I want can't remember his name, but he what he was like I want to say he was like the daughter. No, not the daughter. Why am I saying daughter? <laughs> he's um, the daughter. Yes, he is the daughter. Um, but anyways, so like he goes to, like train with this lady, and like he trains with the lady, and then the lady's evil twin sister attacks. And for some reason, like even though he's the apprentice of the lady, he defeats her sis like her evil twin sister, even though she can't defeat her evil twin sister. But the thing is, then he's like, I will let you live under the condition that you have my child. Oh exactly. Oh. <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, if we're gonna talk about weird Norse myths. Okay, but that's got to be another skates. day, though. Yes. Yes, we'll have to have a Norse. Bell has oh, long, and I've got a class coming in here. Yeah, I can explain as a pagan. 
Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, my class is now officially late, so we need to be done. So thank you very much. I think we should do this again. I think we should. Yeah, we should. We should. Okay. That's a regular thing. All right. Well, I was Madden. No and longer. I no longer. You we get, were. You guess it's Rick Island? I'm uh, Mr. Dixon. Bye. <laughs> I'm Mel. I'm Haley. This is, uh, I don't even know what to call this. Um, this Podcastus is... Latinus or something. Oh, no. This is the round table of truths and lies. We have, we have the round All table right. of the nerds or whatever. Yeah, we already have the circle of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, everybody. Have a great afternoon.